G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Rise and Shine, Rise and shine. with Robbo and Becky on Vision. Well, we're talking with Brett Rahm from Focus on the Family Australia this morning. Good morning. Good morning to you uh, both and good morning to all the listeners. I hope you had a good Easter. I did, as a matter of fact. We had a lovely time. Great. Uh, we couldn't get everyone together because our son and daughter-in-law are over in Perth to oh. celebrate. <laughs> it's been so long that they haven't been able to travel over there. And uh, so we had most of the family together and we ate lots of gluten-free and sugar-free and oh, wow. you know, dairy-free products because of... Various allergies that some of our family okay. members have. Right. So there were some good things and some not so good things. Oh, yes. I love it. I love well, it. we had a similar thing at our. We had uh, our nieces at, at our house for Sunday lunch, and they one of them's vegetarian, the other one's gluten free and dairy free. So yeah, there was lo- lots of sort of. Uh, oh, can you have this? Can you have that? We're not sure. <laughs> oh, no, you have, you have to you have to actually get a checklist to find yeah. out what everyone <laughs> yeah. can eat, which just adds to the atmosphere mm. and also adds to the memories. Yeah. That's right. So true. Well, the Johnsons just made up for both of you, so they're all good. Oh, good on you. (laughs) Excellent. Now, look, we want to talk about um, protecting your spouse today, but this has kind of come out of, obviously, lots of people would have seen the incident at uh, the Oscars where Will Smith was, I guess, protecting his spouse, but he did it in a a violent way by slapping the, the host. So maybe we can, you know, not so much focus on the negatives, but think about some of the positive ways we can protect our spouse. Yeah, I mean, I know it happened a few weeks ago, but it's still something that is spoken about Mm. because we saw Will using profanities and we saw him using physical harm, and there's no excuse from that. There'll be some saying, oh, good on him, he stood up for his wife. But, I mean, did his wife really need to be... um, Mm. had someone standing up for him? That's one side of things, you Mm. know, for some people thinking, well, you know, she can stand up for herself. And, I mean, and they could have done it in a so much more effective way, uh, in a silent protest, and do things in a very civilised manner. And I think it's really important that we acknowledge that what he did was not, you know, called for, but it's important to know that we should have our spouses back. We should be able to defend them. We should be able to, you know, know that, you know, that, that no matter what comes our way, that our spouse will be there for us no matter what. Mm. And, you know, there's going to be some bad days. And we know we need to know that we can call and lean on to our spouse in those times of challenges. That's yeah, so that's true. right. So, I mean, let's talk about some of the yeah, proactive ways and the positive ways. As you said, you know, swearing and slapping someone isn't, you know, an effective way to protect anybody. So what are some of the things we can do, I guess, to make our spouse or help them understand that we do have their back? Well, I think it's really important to say, you know, maybe it's a great conversation starter and say, look, if anything happened like this to you, what would you like me to do? Mm. You know, get their... F- input. You know, they don't say, well, I want you to be able to defend me or I don't think I need you to do anything, you know, but just knowing you've had the conversation is is a great start. But I think you should err on the side of caution to defend and and it might be your children as well. You know, like there are ways of doing it and whether it's on the sporting field or a teacher or what have you, but go in with a mindset to say, hey, we need to get 
to a solution, not to an argument, not to conflict, but to resolve this in a very civilized manner. But I think it's really important that, um, you know, we need to role model this to our children, um, how you can resolve issues in a very healthy way. Mm. And it doesn't result in physical or verbal aggression. Our tone, our attitude needs to be very controlled and that we can have a civilized conversation. And that means that you can stand up for those who you love but do it in a way that honours the people around you, but also honours God at the same time. Yeah, yeah that's, that's good. so true. I like what you say about asking them the question because it really sometimes we can do something that we feel, you know, is, you know, the right thing to do, but you might actually be upsetting your spouse uh, and then you end up being in a bit of conflict with them rather than the person that was doing the wrong thing in the first place. Exactly right. I mean, obviously, you're trying to do something that's right, and I'll put that in inverted commas, and it could actually start another conflict that you didn't expect because Mm. you think, oh, I did this for you. But, you know, maybe it's to be kept private. We need to have those conversations with our spouse to be able to say, what would you want? And it's to say, I care for you. I value you. I support you. I am loyal to you. I am your number one cheerleader. Mm. What do you would you like me to do? I love it. That's great. At the end of the day, we, we it comes back to this a bit of communication, really, between you and your spouse. And because sometimes it could be someone just sort of making a comment that they don't think anything of, and it's having the notion to say, "Oh, actually, didn't like that." Doesn't become anything. It's dealing with it at first instead of letting things build up too, right? Ah, oh, very much so. I mean, we talk about you know in real estate, location, location, location. When it comes to relationships, it's Communication, communication, mm. communication. Yeah. I know, I think I've said that before. But be able to, you know, reflect upon, you know, maybe even how you started your relationship. And when you got married, you know, we mm. talk about for better or for worse, for richer and poorer, and sickness and in health, till death do us part. And to cherish and to show that value. And how do you show that value and cherishing to your spouse? And it may be just simply that no matter what life throws at you, And all the circumstances and all the challenges, despite all the things that can happen that are negative, we know that our spouse is there for us Mm. and we can lean on each other and support one each other. So when one's strong, you know, we can lean on them. And when the other is feeling weak, I can lean on that. And then vice versa. And sometimes when both of them are feeling a bit low, you can still lean into each other and be able to say, hey, we've got this together. We'll Mm. work through this together no matter what. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, certainly some really good points yeah. there. I think, as you say, communication is the key, isn't it? Because uh, you can be, you know, off, you know, in your mind doing what you think is the the heroic thing or the right thing or you know the uh, the correct thing to do. Uh, but uh, actually, you know, you might be. Uh, it's a bit like the whole love languages thing, isn't it? Where you you're speaking to someone in a love language that you relate to. It might not even be. You, know, you might be speaking to them in a foreign language, so to speak. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. And, and and we all could do with that. And, you know, we need to be, and I think we've said this time and time again, we need to be a, a student of our spouse to learn mm. what makes them tick. Yeah. And things change over time. Things that really energize them in the past, maybe not so much now because life has thrown different curveballs and there's health issues and hormone issues and then there's mm. growing older and more responsibilities and financial constraints. There's all different things. And so we need to continue to be an ongoing student of our spouse. And that includes the 
our children and those around us to find out what makes them tick, what drives them. And just knowing that we can stand by our spouse, but we can also stand up for our spouse if yeah. and when yeah. it's appropriate. Yeah, so good. Well, look, so great um, input there, Brett. I think that yeah, communication, communication, communication is definitely the key to it. So appreciate your thoughts. And I'm sure you've got uh, lots of articles about communication on your website. Oh, very much so. Then go to families.org.au. And there's even an article that says how to defend and stand up for your spouse. And that may be just a, a catalyst for some conversations to say, hey, what, what could we do if it if and if it and when it happens, yep. here's some tips you can do, put into place. Excellent. Sounds great. Well, we look forward to chatting with you again next week, Brett. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.